Hi, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Kobe. And I'm Kukwa. This is our very first episode, and we're very excited about it. We're ready to do it with you guys. And I mean, this is going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. How's, how's your day been today? I'm okay. I've had a good day, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, I could do a bit of rest, but. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> See, one thing that we didn't account for is the amount of work that this would actually take. I, I, don't, I don't even think it was accounting for it, but for me, it was, I knew that it was going to require a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, like, knowing that it's going to take a lot of work and actually seeing how much work it actually yeah. takes. Um, um, I think most of it is probably the learning yeah you know with the technology and you know what we should do and when it how comes to technology just count me out <laughs> i i can't do any anything with technology no, i'm just you had, had, really had to do a lot of reading up about um you know stuff asking a lot of questions to our mm-hmm. friends and stuff yeah about everything but we're here and mm. we thought the best way to start our first episode is to talk about ourselves <laughs> i mean it's quite interesting because um maybe the majority of you already know who we are but i feel like we have quite a unique backstory mm. that we haven't intentionally um spoken about so i thought it'd be nice that you know we just come on here and you know just like run through it with you yeah yeah it, it's, it's gonna take it's gonna take some some getting used to but when we do get used to it, um, I feel like it will it will flow a bit better. It will go a bit smoother, and mm-hmm. it will take a lot less energy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we're gonna start the first episode um, talking about how we met. I know a lot of people have been asking um, this question, and there are bits of our story told here and there, but we've yeah. never actually sat down to tell the full story. So we thought our first episode. Why yeah? It. Why not with our first episode? So. We'll get started. Um, you can you can start. You can start. How how did we meet? <laughs> I think I've said this over and over again that um, we we've known each other all our lives. Yeah. Basically, um, we were born. I was gonna say born into the same family. <laughs> we were. Our parents were best friends. Yeah. So yeah. your mom and my mom are best friends. Yeah. And the interest, the interesting thing about our dads is your dad tells a story all the time. All the time. All, all the time. That um, my dad witnessed to your dad and invited him to church. Yeah. And then I think it was that was the time he gave his life to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and like the people like people say that the rest is history. Yeah. But yeah. It, it was that's how they met. And we were born. A no, they knew each other up. before that. Is that, is that. is that it? Yeah, before, before. They knew each other before we were born. But I'm saying that we were born how many months apart? My birthday is in April and yours is December. December, I have to do the mass. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, <laughs> November, December. <laughs> Eight months. Eight months. <laughs> I'm so Ghanaian. Yeah, that, that was very kind. <laughs> eight months, yeah. All right, so yeah, we've been, we're eight months apart. And yeah. I lived in Ghana. I I personally lived in Ghana for nine years, mm-hmm. and then moved to the UK because um then my dad had um had been sent yeah had been sent to the UK to to start a church in the UK the same Victory Bible Church that's the church we're from by the way Victory Bible Church mm-hmm. um and he was sent to to start a branch over there and then later on we we went to join him 
well came to join him because we're here now yeah you're sending like we're in some other country we are in the uk my mind is so much so in ghana back then that i'm saying it yeah. like i'm still there but yeah so we came to join him here about a few years later yeah and you've been here ever since i've been here ever since but i lived all of my life in ghana like i'm a typical ghana babe mm. i lived in ghana all my life for how long 26 what year did we get married? I was 26. 2016, you were 26 years old. I was, I was 26 or 27. 26. You were 26, I was 27. 26, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I lived in Ghana all my life. Um, but it's interesting how we were born in the same environment, but we seem to have a bit of a, like, a connection between each other in terms of, like, a love relationship. Yeah. Um, but even even way before that, I would say I lived quite a, um, what people would say like a low key life. Does that even make sense? What do you mean low key? Like I wasn't I wasn't that I wasn't the type of girl to be out there. Like in my upbringing, oh, right. I was very like chilled, very you know like like a daddy's girl yeah. going going everywhere with mom and dad mm. so I, I had i had a lot of shelter let me just put it that way i was yeah. really sheltered in my upbringing i i wasn't like out and wild about like you know being adventurous or you know just exploring what the world had for me i would say i was really really sheltered in my upbringing and maybe that also contributes to how um my belief systems and stuff like yeah. that meanwhile in the uk I was super shy because I was, I was, well, shy. I'm very, very, very shy. You were shy? Very shy. Of what? Because I've, I've left my own country uh-huh. to join another country, new accent, everything. And, and keep in mind, back in the days, the UK, being African wasn't popular. I mean, now in the, in, in the UK, you can be African, you can walk around London. And people will recognize you as an African. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But back then, they they didn't know much about Africa. This was mm-hmm. in 99. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, listen, even before we, like, though, let me get tell you guys this one story. So this one time, your family came to Ghana. Yeah. And for any Ghanaian listening, that was about the year that um they had built the... Uh, what's the Accra Mall? Yeah. So this was like this was like the hotspot in Ghana. Everyone was going to the Accra Mall, like it was a new thing. So it was it must have been about the same year he came to Ghana. Yeah. And we we probably like took a random trip to the Accra Mall. He got to the Accra Mall. He was like, "Wow, like is this in Ghana? Like this is like this is so cool." And I was thinking, wait. What did you think? Like, we're to living fair, on trees. To be, no, no, come on, man. You're, you're over-exaggerating. Firstly, I'm not over-exaggerating. You're over-exaggerating. Babe. Because firstly, yeah, we came back and we left Ghana in 99. Uh-huh. In 99, there weren't, there was babe, not there much things like there, that. Maybe not much things, but exactly. Accra was pretty much developed at the time. Well, not in our eyes because I was at home. We were either Fair at enough. home or in church. We didn't walk around. We didn't travel around that much. Fair enough. So when we came to the UK and now coming okay, back... Okay, so the difference was quite big. Exactly, it was quite huge. Exactly. We, we were in the UK how many... Because I came when I was nine. Mm-hmm. That time you're talking about was when I was around 16. Like five years down the line? Six. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, that's seven Mars. years. <laughs> <laughs> that's seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, six, seven years, yeah. 
So it was seven years. In seven years, a lot had changed. A lot had changed. Fair enough. Exactly. But I still thought it was a bit weird the way your reaction was to the Accra Mall. I'm thinking like, yeah, it's cool, but... I think I think it's a bit weird when people come from Ghana to the UK and they're reacting about certain things as well. Like what? Just just weird little things. I don't know why. I don't want to get into that. Let's let's not let's, let's not, not even <laughs> get into that because that's not just, a subject. But yeah, you were saying. Um... Yeah, I was super shy. Mm-hmm. I was super shy in the UK because I had an accent. You know, it wasn't popular. It, the African accent wasn't. Please, thank you. It it was, <laughs> it was. I went, when I got to school, that was the topic. Like you get teased because of your accent. Mm. Yeah. I got I had I got to a stage where I pushed myself to get rid of that accent just because I didn't want to get teased. Lafa, do you know what it means? What? <laughs> Locally acquired foreign accent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we eventually I the, the accent did go. Um more Africans did join, you know. Do you know how much of a big deal it was? When I found someone else from Ghana we became friends like we became real good friends and this guy wasn't born in ghana but his parents were born in ghana Mm -hmm. you know and funny story this is this is ishmael (laughs) ishmael had told everyone in our primary school Mm -hmm. that he was the prince of ghana prince of ghana yes and everyone in school believed which monarchy like that's that's what i'm saying everyone like people did not know much about africa Mm -hmm. in the uk at that time so my friend had managed to swindle everyone. You mean in your circle? Because I'm sure some people didn't know. I was in, in, in London. A lot of people. I like, mean in your circle of friends. What do you mean? So I'm saying like you're not generally speaking. You're speaking with respect to your circle of friends. It, people okay, didn't to, to know people, much. People in my age. People in my age. Yeah. Which was in like nine years old, 10 years old, 11 years old. Having to explain that Ghana, where Ghana is and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was it was so much work. Even mm-hmm. how to pronounce my name. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually my name became Kobe. You know, that's what they called me in the Kobe UK. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yeah, so they called me Kobe in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, my they friend, still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, my school friends, yeah. yeah. But not people at church. Yeah, But yeah, course. so my friends, my friend had swindled everyone into thinking that he was the Prince of Ghana. And everyone believed him. That's how little they knew about Ghana. Mm-hmm. And they were so... Um, they had been brainwashed into thinking what Africa was like, mm-hmm. you know, whether we lived in houses, whether we lived in the streets and all these kind of things. So when I said I came from Ghana, they all fought mud huts to brick houses over here. Yeah. So I, I was very shy. I was very shy. And it, in it, in later years, it, it kind of passed on to my relationship kind of thing. So, cause I didn't get into a relationship until much, much, much later. Well, at what age did you get into your first relationship? My first, re- oh, Jesus. Would I even count it as a relationship? Situation. My first... <laughs> Entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> My first... The first person I ever spoke to, I was in, I think, year 10, which is around 15. 15 years. Yeah. Around 15 years old. And... Yeah, I wouldn't count it as a relationship anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Meanwhile, in Ghana... I, 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 I can't say that I typically was in a relationship either, because, mm. like I said before, I was very, very sheltered. So maybe up until what we called um, J JSS. That's junior. Is it wait? At the time, it was JSS. That mm-hmm. was junior secondary school, but now it's high school, junior high school. Mm-hmm. 
but I wasn't in a relationship till maybe after junior high school. So I'm not, I'm not even sure what age that is, but yeah, most likely in my teen years, maybe like 17, I think. Mm. And it was after, it was actually after junior high school getting into, um, senior high school or senior secondary school at my time. That was probably when I started, you know, opening my eyes to talking to boys and stuff like that. But even that one, I was just like in my corner somewhere. Like, I'm not trying to like be the hot girl for people to spot. Mm -hmm. I was just in my corner. If you noticed me, then yeah, you can't talk to me. But I, it wasn't wasn't really priority to me, to Mm -hmm. be honest. It wasn't priority to me at all. Relationships wasn't a thing for me. I would only say that the first committed relationship that I was in was when I was in senior high school. Maybe when I was like my first, first year. Yeah, that's when I would say that I was actively or intentionally talking to someone. Mm. And I knew that, okay, this is something that could possibly, even at that time, I wasn't thinking of marriage. Like I'm just thinking that, okay, this is something that could potentially develop, but it wasn't, it wasn't something I would say that I wanted to belong to. That's really, what's really weird. What? Every relationship I was in, this is going to sound really lame. Yeah. <laughs> but every relationship, and, and, and I know it's not just me, so no one can act and, and pretend like, oh, Pastor Kobe is, is no, no one can act. Mm-hmm. Every single relationship I was in, I could imagine myself marrying the person. Really? I, I, I wasn't certain that it would happen, but uh-huh. I always had the mindset of, that it, it always came like, into mind, like, what like, would it be like? If, if she was my wife. Exactly. Yeah. And if I felt comfortable with that, vision of what i believed mm-hmm. then i would pursue that person but if in any at any point of the relationship which it kind of did get into a few relationships mm-hmm. that you know that vision of what would it be like to marry this person kind of left mm. and let me listen him. let's pause right there because i feel like this is a word for somebody mm-hmm. you know sometimes you're in a relationship and then you have marriage in foresight. Yeah. But I think it's, I wouldn't even call it a red flag, but it's a cue for you when you get to a certain point and you can't quite see them in the picture of where your life is going. Yeah. I remember I was speaking to one of our, um, one of our church members mm-hmm. and he came to see me regarding a girl and he said he liked her. And, and this is someone who's like, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. He came to see me, said, oh, he's interested in this girl. He loves her. He wants to marry her. Da, 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 da. And then the first question I asked him is like, what's, okay, so what's the plan for your life? Like, where do you see your life going? He told me all about it. And I, and after we had that conversation, I said to him that it is very, very likely that your vision for your life will change in the next couple of years. Mm. And if it does change, she may not fit into that vision. Do you get mm, what I mean? Yeah. And if she doesn't fit in that vision, there's no point going along with a relationship. Mm. So sometimes we make decisions too soon, especially mm. when we're in a relationship. Like you make a decision too soon. You're like, oh, I'm going to marry you. Like I see you being my wife. Da, 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 da. You give this, like you sell hopes and dreams to someone. Yeah, yeah. And then only for you to realize that mm, where I'm actually going is not exactly I, where. But also at the same time, mm-hmm. Do not put your dreams, like, like your expectations so high that anyone that comes in the picture is like, no, you're not a perfect person that I've, I've, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying lower your standards. I know, I know a girl who said, um, her humble beginnings is five bedrooms, 
humble beginning. <laughs> <laughs> she said the humble beginning of her her, her marriage would be at least like that's, five that's, bedroom, that's what I'm saying. like to, a five to bedroom have, house. To to have high dreams, it's 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 not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to have high dreams, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you have to mix it with reality. You know, you have to know that things aren't going to always be easy. Yeah, you know. I mean, everyone has the dream that I'm going to be in a perfect marriage. Nothing's going to happen. We're not going to argue. Everything Talk is going to be it. fine. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the real Reality deal. hits. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, this is not what I imagined. So mm. all of a sudden, you're backing off. You're hiding. Mm-hmm. You're distancing yourself. You're becoming extra violent. You know, saying yeah. that you robbed me from my dreams kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there has to be a good balance of both. That mm. even though you you should have good dreams, you also have to be ready to, like, willing to work through, to get to those dreams. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so when when I came to Ghana, I think it was Christmas, mm-hmm. and it was when the Accra Mall thing happened, mm-hmm, and that was the mm-hmm. first time we ever connected like like that. We. Oh my days! Don't don't <laughs> act. We me. I'm not acting. Don't act. What do you mean I'm, I'm not acting we it's we babe i was i was in my corner i was in my space minding my own business well when i came to the when i came to ghana for the first not mm-hmm. the first time but after a long time mm-hmm. you don't remember the cinema remind me remember the cinema when we went to Accra? yeah remember the cinema okay so yeah remember <laughs> remember going to get ice cream I don't remember the ice cream. No, remember <laughs> wanting to go out and then having to ask our parents, can we leave? And my dad said no. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, we we've had a pretty interesting you, story. Exactly. So all those all those things, yeah. Don't add. Okay, like no, a, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I I did have a thing for thank you. you. So moving I forward, did, <laughs> no, that's it. That's the end. <laughs> so moving, I did have a thing for so you. So moving forward. So that was the first time that. Because I've got text messages to prove it. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. I'm not gonna argue that. Fair enough. Yeah, I had a thing for you. But um, I think that was the first time that we ever told each other that we liked each other. Or we, yeah, we I think yeah, that feelings. was when we we recognized that there might be something yeah yeah there for both of us. Yeah, I guess yeah yeah that was the first time. But I think my point of view. This is my point of view. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> After I left, she lost interest. What do you mean? I left. In- I lost interest. You lost interest. I didn't. I didn't lose interest. You failed to communicate with me. I failed to communicate. Yeah. Well, considering how much, how, considering the rate at which we were talking when I was in Ghana, and when you moved, it was not the same. You'd agree. It, of course, it wouldn't be the same. It's long distance. No, but that's. Of course, it is long distance. But I thought you'd put in the effort to, oh you know, goodness. like this, pursue is, this me. has never come up before. You have never said it before. And no, all really... of a sudden, I'm hearing all of this. What is this? What are no, you saying? Like, no, of course, like, am, am, I, am I bugging out? Like, if, you, if you're interested in someone, you will perceive the person, like, you put in the effort to chase after them. I didn't okay. get that feel quick, quick question. when okay, you so moved back to the UK. What, what do you think here? This is, this is a, to do with the topic, but not just us, right, in general. So what do you think about um, females pursuing men? Is it okay or is it not okay? I I will not do that. Like, there is nothing in this world that will make me pursue a man. I could possibly give him hints. Mm-hmm. I could give him hints that I'm into him. Like, you know, there's things that you can do that would give a guy the sign that you're interested. 
but I would never take an active step. And that's just me. Okay. That's just me. Um, you know, like even in like scripturally speaking, um, we have an example of um Ruth. So she finds Boaz and um her yeah, her, her mother in law kinda told her to get told her yeah. So yeah. she said, position yourself. <laughs> let this guy see put, you. Put let yourself see, in the right place. Let him see what you've got. And then he will come after you. So, yeah, I think it's fine for a woman to, you know, position herself in a in a way that makes her attractive to a man. Okay. Because men are moved by looks. It's, it's first what they see. Mm. I mean, th- there's some people that would say that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at the heart. Well, you're no, lying. No, yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. I've, I've never... <laughs> Listen. That that is a lie. Please, no man looks at the heart first. They see, and then you know they start to go after what yeah, they then see. Then maybe maybe you start getting a bit spiritual after that. Exactly. There's, there's no way. Listen, <laughs> like I don't I don't see, like if you're not attracted to her, but she has a good personality. How are you gonna have sex? That's 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 like how like, would it work? How, how's it gonna happen like very soon someone else and you're deceiving yourself yeah when it comes to don't fool yourself don't yeah. don't fool yourself if you don't find them attractive maybe if you give it time no maybe att- their personality the personality will yeah, add it to will, their attraction definitely and if you i'm not part- ruling out that it's it's impossible to get attracted as you go by but i'm always saying that there should be some kind of like there should be something physical in it for you as well. And mm. I'm speaking for the Christian. Um, I'm, speaking for, I'm speaking for Christians because sometimes we tend to be very spiritual about marriage yeah. and we ignore the physical signs as well. Mm. Mm. Um, so it's important to, you know, open your natural eyes in as much as you're seeking God for clarity with your spiritual eyes as well. So, yeah. But the whole point of me saying is that is th- this is because I want women to also actively put in the effort yeah you know some women are very laid back about like you want to get married but you don't dress nice you don't look nice mm. you don't you don't put in any effort like you're looking un- like un- under the his brother of, <laughs> under, under the disguise of oh i want i want him to marry me for me like, for who i am yeah like auntie please I mean, there's, your there's, looks are who you exactly. are too yeah so i mean even as a guy if you want to attract a certain girl that you you like Mm-hmm. or maybe possibly you're falling in love with yeah then it's it's it makes sense i'm not saying be fake mm-hmm. i'm not saying mm-hmm. be fake in any way but it makes sense to do something to attract them to you or make yourself more attractive 100% i to agree anyway going I, going I back to the topic yeah so um at this point i think we um we decided that we would work things out um, for some reason, I moved on because um, maybe out of sight, out out of mind. Yeah, we both we both moved on. Yeah, maybe maybe so, in another podcast, we'll we'll be a bit more. Yeah, maybe we'll talk we'll talk about you know about the, our, individual. our individual relationships <laughs> yeah. prior to marriage. How long were you together for? Um, you know what's weird? Officially, we were together for one year, but one year. No, listen, babe. So we we're together officially for one year. We did break up after the one year, but we still had things going on for the other three years. So we're together for like four years. I had two four-year relationships. Two four-year relationships? Yeah. And it, What would it didn't... you say some of, some of the pointers were for you in that relationship that indicated that this just might not be it? Communication was poor. Mm. Because I was... 
a bit insecure since mm-hmm. it was my first um, proper relationship. Please, can we give it up for men that own up their stuff? <laughs> <laughs> can we just maybe we'll insert a round of applause somewhere here? But can we just give an applause to men that own up their stuff? Like, no. if you're struggling with something, I think the first step to deliverance and healing is that you own up, yeah, and you identify what the problem is. At that, at that stage, I was I was definitely a bit insecure, yeah. So I allowed a lot of things to run that sh- that that shouldn't have that should not have like. Looking back at myself now, because <laughs> my you're thinking, what yeah, was I thinking? Listen, listen, my friends, my friends used to tell me all the time, like Kobe, that's what they called mm-hmm. me, Kobe. You don't deserve this. Leave the relationship. Get out. Mm. What are you doing? But I, I just, I don't know. And then after we broke up, a few like a, a year or two after we broke up, I was talking to one of my friends, and I was like, "What? Well, why didn't you guys tell me?" <laughs> If you're like, going to pray about anything... Like we did tell you. We were telling you, for, we were telling you for like three years. <laughs> you were so blindly in love. Oh, my days. So blindly oh, in love. Because she was the first person that proper expressed... like Deep interest deep in Deep interest in me and followed through it for a while. Right. You know, so me thinking, if, if I end this... You don't know You, don't, you yeah. don't know if there's anyone going to invest exactly, in you like no that. no one else has put like pursued me or come to me like that so mm. it was it was a bit of a sticky situation but what was the, like talk. that's what that's what i was actually asking like what was the main point of for you in that relationship when you knew that this was definitely not going to end in marriage um i feel like the spiritual aspect and the position that i was putting myself in as a pastor yeah whether it would be um whether it would be if you could fulfill if it purpose. was suited yeah if it was suited for my purpose mm. and i feel that that would have been a big hindrance um it would have been something that would have made the relationship um uncomfortable it would have been something that would have made had a little bit of friction yeah. if that makes sense um and you know we have to agree on, on a certain direction that we're going to in order for us to move forward in a relationship and i feel like that spiritual aspect was a part that um kind of hindered everything yeah what about you um i i would say this is your last relationship before. yeah yeah i mean we were both very spiritual trust me yeah. we were both very spiritual people we both loved the lord i believe yeah <laughs> <laughs> we both loved the lord like we 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 went in when it came to our spiritual lives yeah but at the same time, I think there were a lot of um now that I look about I, I look at it in hindsight, I was also dealing with a lot of insecurities mm-hmm. because there were certain things I knew for a fact that I would not sign up for when it comes to marriage. Yeah. There were certain things that I knew was a no go area when it comes to marriage. But because I was insecure about my identity, mm. And I was insecure about the possibility that I could find someone else that would match my purpose. Yeah. I just allow things to run. I just allow things to, you know, just play off. And it was only a matter of time. And then I realized that, no, this is definitely, definitely going to make me an unhappy yeah, person. unhealthy. Because every time I, every, you know, I tell you this all the, all the time, but I tell you that I probably would have been very unhappy 
because there were things that I was dealing with that I couldn't even open up to tell. And I think that's, that's one of the things that we ought to like really pay attention to. If you're going through something in your relationship and you're not able to speak to anyone about it, that's a really big problem. Cause I think for most of the things that I was, the difficulties that I had in that relationship, there was no one that I could, Maybe I could speak to like a couple friends about it because like best friend talk, whatever, but someone who could give us sound guidance, I could, I couldn't open up to anyone about it because I was scared. Mm. I was scared for me was like, okay, I'm going to say this. What are they going to think of us? And the biggest fear for me was the fact that someone will point it out to me and say, you do not deserve this. Mm. So I knew the truth. I knew that I shouldn't sign up for this, but at the same time, I was scared to hear someone say that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So I kind of like just played along till things died out. Well, yeah. But I mean, a lot of people have probably gone through that same thing. A hundred percent. We just, we just feel like, oh, I you know, know, I know the truth, yeah, but you don't want to good. accept yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know the truth, but you just don't want to I feel accept like that's it. Probably, that's probably where I was in my, my first long relationship. Right. That's probably where I was, that I knew that, you know, but the insecurities kind of got in the middle of that. Yeah. 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 But we thank God because eventually... We did meet up. Yeah, again. we did reconnect again in 20... Is it 15. 2015. Now, here's... No, wait. 2014. No, 2015, baby. No, 20, 2014. Oh, yeah, because we, we, we used the year to plan the wedding. Yeah. Right. So, so, in 2014, 2014 you came to Ghana... Yes, 2014, I came to we had, Ghana. No, we had started talking before we started talking, came to Ghana. But then 2014, I took a trip to Ghana. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it so wasn't really point, planned. Wait, let me, let, me, let me just chip this in so that people don't think I'm some type of person. So we were talking and we were trying to, like, you know, reconnect, rebuild a relationship. And not, I, not a love relationship. Yeah. Sort of, like, reconnect, rebuild a, a, a cordial relationship. We, we basically wanted to see if what we're talking about would if this could go somewhere if, yeah if there was actually a connection if we met face to face right so i took a trip to ghana bought a ticket came with my dad and yeah we i came i came to KNUST where she was at uni mm-hmm. and we just we just i think straight away from the first day was that the year you proposed no no i'm talking about 2014 all right yeah no no no. that's how i was in to you <laughs> talking about 2014 i thought you were talking about 2015 no no, no, no i 2014, was because we we kind of already had the idea that you know we kind of liked each other no i was digging to... him that year please <laughs> let me just put we that had, out there we 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 kind of had the thought like is it going to work is it going to be the same if we were together so we t- yeah. I took a trip to ghana and from that day that day that from the time we saw each other it was yeah. instant connection. Yeah. And I knew there was something deeper for us. I think yeah, that was, that, that was in, was it March? Yeah, March. It was in March. It was in March. And then, and then we were speaking for a year and a bit. And yeah. then in 2015, October. You came to Ghana. I came to Ghana and then I proposed. And then he proposed. Yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> we spent a year planning a wedding. Why that, did you just... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Why going for. I'm trying to skip over the proposal part. <laughs> Why is he skipping over for, the proposal? For, for people who don't know, all right. Let me just put it out there before you hear it from anyone else. Yeah, I asked her to marry me. I'm not gonna lie. It was uncalled for. It was. It was very unexpected and 
like a big surprise because I, I can admit that, but I was willing to take that risk. Yeah, that was a huge risk, yeah. I'd say. So I, I, I came, I, I, I spoke to her. <laughs> I came and I proposed. And the first time I proposed, she said no. <laughs> no, in my head, guys, this was not me, me she being said no. me. Can you believe it? No. So let me, so from my point of view, we had been talking. We knew we had a thing for each other, but I... I had always anticipated that a relationship would take this, like, you know, this, the, the natural course, like you talk, you're friends, you date, you propose, then you marry. Yeah. So it's like when we skipped the dating part, for me, it was quite a bit of a shock. So I did not see that coming at all. I didn't see it coming. Not that I wasn't interested in you, but I did not see that coming because in my mind, I thought, okay, we'll move to the next stage where we'll officially be dating, where I can say, okay, this is my man. I'm your woman. And we're working towards something. Uh, uh, listen, let me tell you the story. He quickly. just came to me and said, from friends, like we're literally friends. And he's like, will you marry me? I'm like, what? Listen, let me tell you. I wanted, I, wanted, I had a whole plan. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole plan. This girl was messing up my plan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how it started. I don't know. I just, I think I started talking a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you about started us. talking, giving a bit of a backstory about us, like how we've been, I think our I had, parents, I had it all and stuff planned like in my that. head, but it didn't go according to plan. But eventually, I got, nah, I got down on one. I, I was so shocked. I didn't know what and you were on. When, I didn't know what inspired me, you to Let propose. me finish. Let me finish. When I, when I got down on one knee, she, she stared at me for like a good five seconds. And yeah, like, in I, my I, head, when he I said, was, Would you marry me? I was dead silent for Listen, a good I was, five seconds. I, I was, was like, trying to calculate whether it's a good silence, <laughs> as in, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. That's probably the scariest five a, seconds of your life. Oh my, it felt like two minutes. <laughs> it felt like two minutes. And then eventually she, she was just like, started talking about how we're just going to know each other. We're just starting to get, yeah. you know, get things rolling again. Then I realized that, oh, he's actually still and on I'm his knees. still on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I still, on my was still on his knees and I was like, oh, please. Was like, she was like, I was like, please get, get up. Get up. <laughs> like, no, oh, that was days. funny. That was really funny. But yeah. But then, like, a few days later, it was yeah. a holiday. I think it was a Monday. Yeah. It was a holiday in Ghana. Because I actually, the first time I asked you was Friday. Yeah. And then on Monday. Yeah. Um, I think holiday. I actually did take a step back to reprocess everything. And in my what I would call analysis of the whole situation, I mainly was asking myself, what is stopping you Mm. from being with him? And ultimately for me, it was the fear that we had skipped a step. Yeah. For me, so it it wasn't even about like um, anything deep. It's like he had done something I didn't like or like I'd seen red flags or even if I had seen like anything, I had considered that and I knew that he was someone I could be with. But ultimately, I was scared that I didn't know him enough. And I can't overemphasize how you may never, ever fully know someone before you get married. Definitely. Because even up until this point, we're still discovering things about each other. Do you know how eventually she said yes? We we took a trip. We went to... Went to the Volta region, yeah. yeah. We went to the hotel to get something to eat. And the whole time on the trip... I, in my mind, I'm thinking, play it cool. She said, no, it's not a big deal. You knew the risk when you asked. Yeah. So I kind of had it in my mind that she could possibly say no. Mm-hmm. So you knew the risk when she when you asked. And then I'm playing it cool. I'm not trying to be, you know, trying to be 
too huggy, but at the same time, I don't want to be too distant. Mm-hmm. And she's she's all over me. I'm, when I say all over me, I'm saying like she's she's really close. She's like <laughs> I'm all I'm thinking, touchy. Yeah, I'm like, I just want to hold on? his hand. I'm sitting. I I'm see. sitting on the bus on the way to the the. Cause we had a we had a we rented we like the, we rented a coach yeah we rented a coach because it was us and a few people that came to the UK to the, to Ghana from the UK with yeah. us some of my friends and stuff and we were on our way there and she was like lying on my lap and she's like <laughs> I'm just like what is what is she on like she said no <laughs> like, what do you want why are you playing mind games you know and then she asked me she was like where's the ring. <laughs> Said, that said, is probably the silliest question I've ever asked in my I, whole life. I was, I was like, it's at home. What do you mean? You said no. <laughs> I was like, it's at home. Like you said no. Because no. in my head I was thinking, if you have the ring here, just just propose to me. Oh, I'll say yes day. again. And so it was we we um she was just she was just acting weird the whole time, but I was just playing it cool. I yeah. was trying to play it cool, not to make the situation worse. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get us back into um, the stage where you knew I was okay. Cool, I, I'm I'm in my right mind. I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. Mm-hmm. I knew this was coming, so I wanted to portray that to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on the way back, um, I feel like that's when you kind of hinted that you were ready for me to ask again. Yeah, and then I did. You said yes. Praise God for men who don't waste time. <laughs> and we went up to dad. Yeah. And we he, told that's dad. That's his dad. Yeah. My, my, and so my dad is a no-nonsense kind of guy. He's 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 not the kind of guy to be like, how do you feel? What's this? What's that? He, he was just like, why are you guys wasting time? You guys have good people around you. That's a good example. Yeah. People who will teach you. People who will mentor you. So don't waste time. Just just go with it. And mm-hmm. I feel like that, that was... That was it. That was what sealed it for us, knowing that, you know, the Bible says that in the multitude of counseling, there's safety. Mm. So that was, that was the base scripture. Yeah, that was used. the base, the basis of our decision because we knew that we have, great, if not for anything, yeah. we have too many good examples, examples around, around us, us. To, to even fail. So we just decided to take the step forward and we started planning a wedding. And a year later, we were married since then i'd say we've we've had a good three years going Going on four yeah it's been good it's it's been a long four years some people don't make it that far true but it doesn't it doesn't feel that it doesn't feel like four years it doesn't feel like it i don't i don't know how to describe it it feels long and short at the same time ultimately um we do realize that there is a greater purpose ahead of us yeah and it's something that we daily and constantly strive to achieve. Yeah. And I like doing it with you. I'm glad you, you said yes, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was just to give you an introduction into our lives, how yeah. we met. For um, people who don't know us, for who people have who come don't here know to this us, podcast for, people for the first who are time. new to us, we just wanted to let, you know, give you an introduction. And then next, um, the next episode onwards, we will be digging into some some really deep deep, deep things stuff. we have some good topics ready yeah we'll be talking some some i'm excited oh, yeah. i'm excited about the things we'll be talking about but it's going to be really good if you haven't subscribed 
please do well to subscribe Subscribe share it with your friends your family let's build a really nice community where we can all you know have healthy conversations and grow in the process thank you for hanging out with us guys like we really do appreciate the time you spend with us and we will see you in our next episode all right have a great week we'll see you see you later bye Bye. we love you (laughs)